y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Free Game, where the only thing that we do on this channel is what? Keep it a stat. Now, I'm not going to lie to y'all. We have some very, 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 very juicy information going on this week. The topic is going to get very slippery and slopery. But before we get into the topic of what I'm going to tell you about, I'm going to go ahead and do my shout outs for the week. So y'all know I go to the University of Georgia. I'm very involved in the black community. So by the time y'all hear this, a couple of the things that's going to be going on. We have Friday, April 18th. We have a G-Day pool party that's going on from 3 to 7 p.m. at Town Club. Again, we have a G-Day pool party that's going on from 3 to 7 p.m. at Town Club. Next, April 16th, we have a G-Day cookout that's going to be crazy. Everybody's going to be coming back. The black community is going to be out. The white community is going to be out. The Indians community is going to be out. So y'all definitely make sure y'all hit that. That's going to be at 12 p.m. at Myers Quad. And it is not over yet. Right after that, we have a G-Day after party that's going on that same night. So we're bringing the culture back to Athens, Georgia at Soundtrack. Athens. Now, if you haven't seen it circulating around on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, or wherever it might be, make sure you get your tickets for those because the only free moves that it is is the G-Day pool party on the 15th and the G-Day cookout on the 16th. That after party is going to cost you a couple of coins. Not too much. I heard it's only $5 before tax, unfortunately. So now that we got our shout out of the week, let me go ahead and stop playing with y'all and introduce to y'all the topic of the week. And that is, are you having thoughts about Greek life? Because me too. So I know Greek life is a very slippery, slippery slope. A lot of people don't like talking about that, especially on the internet, because one, Greeks are very arrogant, Greeks are very confident, Greeks are very cocky, Greeks are very intellectual. So if you're going to be talking about Greek life, you have to know what you're talking about. I think that's the biggest thing. You have to know what you're talking about. So I do want to go ahead and preface this conversation and let y'all know that I am not speaking on behalf of my fraternity, which is Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And I'm not speaking on behalf of my chapter, which I'm not even going to mention because it does not matter. I am speaking from my personal experiences from Christopher Jeremiah Clements. And I'm coming here to basically let y'all know my thoughts on Greek life, my history of Greek life, how I got into Greek life. Do I like Greek life? Do I love it? Do I hate it? Is it a curse? Is it a blessing? What's going on? And hopefully through this YouTube video and through this podcast, this will be able to answer some of the questions that y'all have that y'all might be scared to ask Greeks or some of the questions that y'all have that y'all are confused about after doing your initial research. So let's go ahead and get straight into it. So, whew, that was a mouthful. The first thing that I'm going to say about Greek life is how I got into Greek life. So my mother and my sister are both members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And that's the first memory that I have of Greek life. So when I was at home, I was growing up, I think around middle school, seventh grade, eighth grade, I finally connected the dots and they started making jokes. They were like, ah, when you go to college and when you're finally old enough to go to college, you better not come home anything other than an alpha. And I'm like, why an alpha? But if you know a part of your history, you know that the alphas and the AKAs are unofficially connected. First fam, 
first black Greek letter organization for fraternities and first black female sorority organization for sororities within the D9 organization, okay? So that's also something that we say, something that we do, and it's called Loud Love. So make sure you do your history, make sure you do your research on that. But they would always say, make sure you don't come home anything other than no Alpha, make sure you don't come home no Q, make sure you don't come home no Kappa, make sure you don't come home no Sigma, and definitely make sure you don't come home now IOTA. Now, I don't have no problem with the IOTAs. I know some pretty cool iotas, but this is just what my mom and what my sister was telling me. So I did my research. I was like, okay, alpha this, alpha that, alpha this, alpha that. So I went online. I typed in alpha. I went on Wikipedia, which is not a trustworthy site because that is unofficial information. But I learned more about the fraternity. I learned more about the history. I learned more about the mission statement. I learned more about the collective reason for starting a fraternity and more specifically a black fraternity in the first place so after I did that I furthered my research I kept asking my mom I kept asking my sister what about this what about that and they didn't do for me what I think they took what other parents typically do for their kids and for their children sitting them down putting them on game hashtag free game like I'm doing for you, putting them on game. But they was like, make sure you do your research. If this is something that you really want to do, if this is something that you're passionate about, then you'll do it. Then you'll have the initial and the intrinsic motivation to keep going and to keep learning more and to be curious about this journey. So I went on the Alpha website. And then I learned more about the official information that Alpha has to offer. I learned more about the objectives. I learned more about the aims. I learned about the motto. I learned about all of the, what people say, for lack of a better word, fun facts of the organization. Because it gets way deeper than that. Dating all the way back to past or before 1906 when the organization was officially um, founded and recognized. Sure. I think I did all of that, and then I came to college, so I go to the University of Georgia. I came to college my freshman year, and I did so much dumb shit, bro. Uh, being Greek now, being Greek for two years, I crossed spring 20. My alphaversary officially was March 14th, 2020. Um, at 2.33, 34 p.m., so I'm very proud of that. I'm very excited, but looking back on freshman year, Chris, when I was interested in Greek life, and I didn't really know what was going on, um, I was asking a lot of the Greeks, and I was asking a lot of the upperclassmen that I was cool with, that I was having very um, basic and preliminary conversations, should I go to meet the Greeks, or I, should I go to meet the Greeks with my friends, and I was talking to people that I should not have been talking to, but you would have thought that I knew better, because part of my family was Greek. SOL to them for not putting me on more game for that, but I didn't because they wanted me to do that myself. My sister gave me a little information beforehand, but she didn't give me anything at all in detail, as she shouldn't, and it depends on perspective, right? But um, I did that. I asked a couple of upperclassmen who were Greek just to see what they were thinking, just to see what came to mind, and he was like, yeah, you could go if you want to. You don't have to go. You're a freshman. And depending on the school and the chapter's rules, some individuals allow people to cross their freshman year. Some people allow people to cross their sophomore, their sophomore year. Depends on their constitutional bylaws and how many credits you need at that specific university or at that specific college. If you don't need any, then you can cross your freshman year. If you need 30 
30 credit hours then unless you did dual enrollment or some other form of credit assistance ship then ideally it's probably unrealistic for you to be able to cross your freshman year at that university so I could not cross my freshman year and honestly I didn't need to cross my freshman year because I took that time to do more research and I think that this part is a lot of information that people don't say I didn't just do research on alpha thankfully as you see I was able to cross I was able to achieve that successful accomplishment but I did research on the alphas I did research on the sigmas I did research on the kappas I did research on the q's and I did research on the iotas even though during my freshman year we didn't have IOTAs on campus because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't crossing Alpha or I wasn't choosing Alpha or I wasn't interested in Alpha just because my mom and my sister were trying to influence me to go Alpha. I wanted to make sure that I was passionate about it, that my heart was in it, and that if another Greek or if another individual or if anybody else was to ask me, why are you an Alpha? I would be able to give them my own intrinsic reasons and motivations for crossing Alpha, for wanting to make that lifetime commitment. This is not something something that you should or typically do for just undergrad. This is something that you're making a lifetime commitment to, and that's a huge decision, right? That's something that's huge. That's something that's big. That's something that takes time. So I went through and I looked through everybody's national website. I looked through everybody's official information, and I was trying to figure out what's the differentiators, right? So if you strip the colors and if you strip the strolling and if you strip the community service that we all engage in, what makes everyone different? And one of those indicators that came to mind is how people move on the chapter, right? So at the chapter level, whatever school you go to, the brothers or the sisters that are enrolled at that school that cross before you, that represent that chapter and embody what it means to be an alpha or a sigma or AKA or a delta at that chapter, that's something to look at because those are the individuals that are going to bring you in, that you're supposed to have that lifetime connection with, that you're supposed to vibe with and connect with and be able to ask questions and be comfortable with. And those are the people that you're also going to work with and chapter and for all of my Greeks that are listening to this y'all know how chapter can be right not gonna get into details of that but y'all know how chapter can be it can be difficult it can be frustrating it can be thought-provoking you know and it can also be very well where you're bouncing a lot of ideas at each other and basically for those who don't know what chapter is it is the state of your chapter slash fraternity all things business related and I know a lot of people who are not in Greek life, they just say, oh, all y'all do is stroll all of the time, and all y'all do is party, and all y'all do is chase after this and chase after that. But that is not true. Um, that's a word that I can't think of right now. That is a stereotype. Um, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, and everything doesn't have to be on the spotlight. There's a lot of community service that we invite the community out to. There's a lot of chapter operations that go from the constitutional offers list all the way to the president to the end of the offers list to ensure that the chapter is not only running, but is running smoothly and efficiently. And I wish that there was more ways for interested girls or interested guys to see how chapter was ran or to see the business side of chapter because for those who only see the strolling and the dancing and the partying or just maybe the community service I can understand why you think that but it's not true right it's not true at all it's actually far from the truth so 
there's a balance between, you know, the strolling and the dancing and having fun and celebrating with your line brothers or your line sisters or your frat brothers or your sorority sisters but there's a lot of work that goes into detail this is a national organization and it has to continue to run the chapter operates under the fraternity or the sorority and everybody needs to keep that in mind and everybody needs to remember that we report up we are a entity of something that's larger than us something that's bigger than us so that leads to that and then leads into my decision of why alpha and actually, before I go into that, I will say that a lot of people be like, you shouldn't go based off of the stereotypes and you shouldn't go based off of what people say, which I partially agree. If you know your reasons for joining a Greek organization and your reasons are not based off of anybody else and your reasons are not based off of your mom or your dad or your auntie or your grandma or your sister or your niece or your son or your daughter or your... You get the point. But if it's not based off of that, but if it's based off of your heart and what you truly know, then other people's opinion should not matter. But what you need to know is that people are still going to have that opinion on you regardless. And you need to be willing to accept that. You need to be willing to understand that and be okay with that. And as you should, if you know your true reasons, if you know your why. A part of an alpha poem that I really love is it means an honest devotion, not anticipation of personal gain. I have that tattered on my chest right here because it says you're doing this because you want to do this. You're not doing this to get something out of this. You're not doing this to impress this person or impress that person. You have your head on straight. You know your goals. It's directed attention. And you know that if you were the only one in this realm of life or if you were the only one that had to sustain this or sustain this, that you would keep doing that because you know your why. So that's really big, knowing your why in Greek life, knowing why you're doing this. And it's easy to see other people being involved and get lost in translation in the community and wanted to do this because it's a cool club or a social organization or it's an opportunity for you to be elevated on a higher sense. Maybe you were lame in high school or lame in college. And you're like, oh, if I go Greek, I'm going to be popular and cool. That is not true to me. All of these are my personal opinions. If you are lame before you are Greek, you might have an elevated sense. People know you're Greek now, but you're just going to be lame in an elevated sense. And if you start acting different and think people are going to bow down to you or kiss your feet or this, that, and the third because you have letters on your chest, you are sadly mistaken. Even though Greek life is a huge thing outside of the college atmosphere or environment, it is more prevalent to me. In the college atmosphere, if you're not wearing your letters every single day and you're not wearing your bands every single day after you graduate from college, a lot of people are not even going to know that you're Greek unless you have it on your resume, unless you're wearing paraphernalia, or unless you mention it every so often where people are going to get tired of you doing that and doing so. So... It's just something to keep in mind to always remain true to yourself, be yourself, and you'll feel comfortable being yourself while doing that. So, whew, I on a track race. I say all that to say the reason why I got into Greek life and the reason why I got into Alpha um, 
above all of the other fraternities. What was my reason? And my primary reason was because it chose me. When I was going through and I was looking at all of the information, I was seeing the Divine Nine on campus and I saw all of the Greeks on campus from the strolling and from the dancing and from the stereotypes and from my parents' opinions and from other people's opinions and my friends' opinions. I took a culmination of everything and I said that I feel like Alpha really embodies who I am as a person. It embodies me as a leader. It embodies me as somebody who's ambitious. It embodies me as somebody who is intellectual. It embodies me as somebody who wants to go out, strive, and continuously challenge myself on a daily basis to be better than who I was yesterday, right? And not saying that none of the other fraternities do that because they do. The Divine Nine is a collective Greek council that supports, advocates, and uplifts the black community. But where I found that I could really make my mark and where I could really make my specialty was in Alpha, right? That's where I felt like I belonged. That's where I felt like I resonated in and that I could proudly advocate for the black community and that I could feel like I was at home, that I was in home, that I was surrounded around people in the chapter in the fraternity that had a like mind as me. Now, does that mean that I like every single alpha? No. Because people are still people. People have different mindsets. People have different thought processes. People have different experiences, right? But you don't have to like every single person to work with every single person to handle business. And as you get older and as your mindset gets more mature, you'll understand that, right? I don't have to like every single alpha. There's thousands on top of thousands on top of thousands on top of thousands of alphas. So if you ask yourself that question while you're doing self-reflection, do you like every single one of them or what is the probability of you liking every single one of them? It's not going to be as high as you think, right? But I'm open-minded because that is my fraternity, brother, right? So I might be more engaged to have that conversation. I might be more engaged to being open-minded to knowing that person's experience and that person's makeup of who they are as a person. So um, I'm, 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 I lost my train of thought. That's the biggest thing with that of why I became an alpha. Um, how has alpha been since I've been in? So I've been in for two years. Alpha has been very hard. I'm not going to lie. It's been very hard. It's been very difficult. It's been very rewarding. It's been very eye-opening. And it has really challenged me as a person. And I'm so thankful for it. But it has really challenged me as a person in so many different dimensions of my life. It's challenged me mentally. It's challenged me spiritually. It's challenged me academically. It's challenged me financially. And it's challenged me in a lot of other different areas and different dimensions of my life. But those are four big things that come to mind. And you can't grow when you're uncomfortable, right? You can't grow when you're uncomfortable. You Then you're stagnant. Then you're complacent. So I'm so thankful that it's challenged me. Being in a Greek organization, being with black people, being at a school that's very scholarly, that's very intellectual, and having the mindset and the opportunity to conduct weekly chapter business and seeing them on a daily basis is really huge. It's really big. The... 
bounce off of ideas and the bouncing off of each other, challenging my thought process. It's a lot, especially when I'm not used to that. And I think that that's something that every single Greek goes through, whether that's undergrad or whether that's graduate school. Your thought process will be challenged on a daily basis, right? And you have to be comfortable with that. You have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And looking back on my experiences these past two years, I'm so thankful for it, right? And in all honesty, it has restructured some of the dynamics of my friendships, right? I was really close with a lot of my friends before they were Greek. And I thought that they were very qualified to become members of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And when they became members of the same Greek organization, we have terms in Greekdom that's called a prophyte and a neophyte. A prophyte is basically somebody that crosses the fraternity in the chapter before you do. And a neophyte is the person that comes directly after them. So some of my close friends, some of my good buddies were my neophytes. And when you have neophytes, there's a certain level of leadership, a certain level of structure, a certain level of respect that should, right? Not that's required. Nothing is required. Or a certain level of respect that should go into being a neophyte and a prophyte. And to get respect, you have to give respect at the same time, too. It's not like a do what I say because I'm your prophyte, because I wouldn't listen to that. Because at the very end of the day, I'm a person, right? I'm still Christopher Jeremiah Clements. And I think that's really huge. And I think that's big. And that that's a very noticeable mark that a lot of Greeks miss. Right. People are really stuck on the title of things of, oh, yeah, I'm your profile. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Move, scram. And that's not what it is. It's supposed to be a mentorship role. It's supposed to be a leadership role. It's supposed to be a, hey, I've been through this experience. So so you don't step through the same puddle in the same pond. Do this that way that you can advance at a quicker rate than I did. But what was so unfortunate was. I think that it restructured the dynamic of a lot of my friendships that I wasn't ready for, that I wasn't used to, because typically with friends, y'all are on the same level in every aspect of life. Like, you can ask questions, you can ask for advice, and people can serve as mentors, but me serving in that role consistently was different, and there was a lot of argumentation that came with it, and if I could go back, would I do it differently? I would. I would change the structure of some of the things that I said. Actually, I changed my mind again. I wouldn't do it differently. And I wouldn't do it differently because I do believe that every experience that we have in life makes us who we are as a person. And I know that moving forward in life, and whether that's business or whether that's personal or whether that's social, that I will make the same mistakes again because I really value my friendships and I value those friendships. And I still love them to this day. And we're all still very cool. We're all still very close. But our friendship just looks different because we added an additional element. We added an additional identity to our life that wasn't there beforehand and I wasn't really thinking about it too much I thought that oh yeah I mean I'm frat they're gonna be frat we were already friends beforehand yeah we'll be able to share this identity and this time together but nothing is going to change for real but that wasn't true right so I think that that's something to keep in mind as well tips on Greek life before I get out of here and bring my guest speaker on. Tips on Greek life is to be discreet. And what does that mean about being discreet? 
Um, typically on your campus, on your college campus, people will have something that's called an informational, which is an official which is an official event for that specific fraternity and chapter to give you the official information on the organization for them to answer and ask the questions that you have that come to mind. They typically have that once a year or once a semester. It just depends on how many members are in the chapter. It depends on what's going on within chapter operations. Those things are very fluid. Those things can vary from time to time. So look out for those informationals. This is my opinion, but a lot of Greeks do not like when interested girls or interested guys or interested candidates go to multiple informationals. Christopher Jeremiah's Clement's personal opinions, I don't like that because I knew that that was frowned down upon, but a lot of people who don't know anything about Greek life and they see the word informational right there, they're going to think, oh good, I can go to this organization get information, this organization get information, I can ask very authentic and transparent questions and I'll be able to come to a more succinct decision but that is not how it is perceived it's perceived as you should do your background research beforehand whether that's Wikipedia and the official information you should watch um, or you should ask people that are members of the fraternity and or sorority that are willing to have those conversations with you beforehand. You should be curious and you should be passionate enough to set up some time proactively, not reactively. They shouldn't have to reach out to you if you want to be a member of that organization, right? You should take that initiative to do that. So. You should take that time to reach up, spend some time, go to lunch, go on a hike, go to park, whatever y'all's hobbies are and whatever y'all commonalities that y'all share. But you should take the time to do that. Um, and really just learn. Be a sponge. Just learn more about the national organization. Learn more about the fraternity. Learn more about the sorority. Learn more about the chapter. Ask them the actual questions that you want to ask them. A lot of people are afraid. It makes sense to be afraid, especially when Greeks are seen as an light of elite, elite. I can't say the word. Elitism, yeah, elitism, elitism. When Greeks are seen as the light of elitism or in an elevated sense, right? But that's not true. We are people. I am no better than you. I am no better than that Greek. I am Christopher Jeremiah Clements, and this is nobody that's sitting right here. But we are on the exact same level. And I think that's what a lot of people don't truly understand. So ask those questions. Be bold, be confident, be proactive, because that's what Greeks who are looking at other interested candidates are looking for. Make sure that you are representing in your campus and your community, too. And that can be in so many different ways. You don't have to be the president of every single organization. You don't have to be the CEO or the founder of every single organization. But it's good for you to maybe do some community service, for you to highlight your community in ways that you know that you're good at, that you have a specialty in, right? Ways that you can go back. And this is founded on black Greek life, black organization. So yeah, you can do things outside of that, but we want to see how you're giving back to how it all started in the first place, right? So I'm going to go ahead and get off of this. I'm going to go ahead and wait a little bit. We're going to bring our special guest on here in a little bit and talk to him about his thoughts about Greek life and his perspective and see what he has to offer. So until then, Paradox, checking out. We live.
Yes, sir. All right, what's good, y'all? We are back on the podcast with Adrian Thomas. Adrian Thomas is one of my closest friends, so I had to bring him on him. Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell your people what's going on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Your boy, Adrian Thomas. I'm here. Cap Alpha Psi. Reckon you already know. Boo! Shout out to Z.I. You already know. Long live Z.I. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, so Adrian is representing Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. You said we talking Greek today, man. We talking Greek today um, through the Zeta Iota chapter at the University of Georgia. And really, I just wanted to bring Adrian on here so we could talk about Greek life, so I can hear his thoughts, so I can hear what's going on, and so hopefully... I don't know that much, not so you get, you get much out of me, bro. Paper! <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so hopefully we can provide uh, some wisdom to those who might be having thoughts about Greek life. The title of this episode is Have Thoughts About Greek Life, Us Too. So... Adrian, my first question to you really is, what are your thoughts about Greek life overall? Just my general thoughts. Your general thoughts about Greek life. What comes to mind um, when I ask you that? Uh, I mean, me personally, Mm -hmm. I love it. Uh, One thing I will say, a lot of people say, you know, once you cross, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you know, this person changed, that person changed. Okay. Uh, I never feel like I was one of those people. You guys, a lot of people, you know, that knew me before. I agree. I, I was, I was, I was, before, chill, I was a goofy cool, nigga. I was a goofy nigga. Guy, and then nah, after, I was still chill, a goofy cool. nigga. It don't matter, bro. Just ugly. I, I just happened to be a capital. That's all. Uh, and you uglier. Right. You're not, going, you're not sliding <laughs> in there. No. You're not sliding in there. No. My bad, twin. <laughs> all right. But that's what's up. And then my next question to you is, what got you into Greek life, like, genuinely? And you can be honest. You can be authentic. What was the first thought or was the first thing that you can remember where you said oh yeah that's me or oh yeah I'm interested now or yeah I want to learn more I want to be more curious or I want to be more passionate about Greek life or find out what's going on what was that for you I think my first initial this time seeing it was with my band director uh, Ernest Stackhouse back in Twins County okay. uh, I used to be a drum major so I used to love Thank it you. and he yeah, you already know. I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to love that. Uh, I used to love the band, man. Okay. But, you know, That's a scratch that band um, kid. <laughs> yeah. We ain't got to scratch like it. Band geek, band camp. I wanted to uh, be in band, but my mom didn't have the money to, like, pay for the insurance or the instrument. Insurance? Which way insurance? Okay, so when I was in, like, middle school... They said that I had to pay for my own instrument, but when we tried to pay for it or cover it, they was like, "You could just like rent it." Really. Okay, so I don't know. I was what, to, what school you went to? I went to Liberty Middle School in Covington, Georgia. I was supposed to play the alto saxophone, but I wound up not. See, that's why I did. But saxophone is very expensive. But you yeah. know, you couldn't afford that. You okay, let's stay on topic though. Let's stay on topic. Now you speak facts. You speak facts. You speak facts. But your your reason for Greek life. Your reason oh, yeah, for yeah, joining my, Greek life. Oh yeah, it was definitely my band. I read it. Uh, he was. A new, oh no, he is a new. My bad. Okay. But, um, yeah. What did he do for you? What does that mean? You said that your band director, but like you just was it the way that he moved? Did he talk to you? Did he uh, communicate? So he like, really what us, happened? Uh, he was just very firm with everything he did. Uh, he mm-hmm. always taught us no one band, one sound. Okay. Uh, he always instilled a lot of stuff for, uh, in the front into us the way we did our things on the field. Okay. Uh, a lot of people think you know. I, 
I say band is a sport, even though it's not technically a sport. But you know, I I, I respect it. I mean, we actually out there practicing every day, just like other people. Y'all be going through a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> over like there in the especially during yeah. the summer. You're over crazy, and man. over and over. As a drum major, man, you know you gotta. They had us run around the whole school. We had something uh, called nature trails. Nature trails. Literally, we would go from the high school all the way to the elementary school because they were literally right beside each other, and we had to run around both of those. The whole time. We had something similar to that when I was running track. I forgot the name of it that the soccer players had to do, but it was called like Death Valley or something Death like that. Valley. Death Valley. You had to go like from the soccer field. And if you would have seen our high school, it was so big that it took you like five, six, seven, eight miles to get around it. And I think miles? that they, no miles. And I think that they had to run it twice. Like our school miles. was in the middle of the woods. Right. So it was you, very, you not know how big it is. I used to run track, so I know how much miles you, it is. You telling me your school was seven miles wide? Like the perimeter of the school, yeah, it was huge. Um, so my next question to you is, what don't you like about Greek life? In all honesty, mm. what, don't what don't you like about Greek life? What is something that you realize since being in Greek life that you didn't know beforehand or that you didn't think of beforehand? And you're like, I'm not really fond of that. Or if I could change this about Greek life, I would change this. One thing I guess I can talk about would be how some people view you before they actually know you. Uh, the you stereotypes. Know, the stereotypes. And even though some, everybody don't believe the stereotypes, some people, uh-huh. know, they'll be like, oh, you a capital or you a new. Right. They, they'll already judge you before they even speak to you. No, I agree. And on the first half of this podcast, I said that, too. I was like... You should know your why and your reason for the stereotypes and everything like that. You should know your why so the stereotypes shouldn't bother you. But something that you got to be mindful of is people are going to place that stereotype exactly. on you regardless and I, of how confident you are in your opinion. And I know that. And the thing about it is, like, before, you know, I was just Adrian. Uh-huh. After you cross, you become Adrian, Adrian the Kappa. Adrian the new. And think about it. Like, I always thought, you know, I'm just Adrian most of the people. But, you know, the older I get, you know, a lot of my class don't live. We right. really graduated. Right. So... Most of the people are younger than me, so they, they, they oh, that's Adrian. Oh, they don't know the Adrian the Capital. Right, that's how they put like, like, they, they, they I'm like, you can't really be judging people like this sometimes, man. You, people you are never, going to do that regardless. And you never really know what people, how, like, people view you either if they don't speak to you. Like, literally, they'll just have their own viewpoint of you. Some people, you know, like, you go on campus and they'll just look at you all the time and never say nothing. Right, just, have just, something on their mind, have a thought, but never yeah. communicate that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree as well, and I really wish that people would ask and not assume 100% of the mm-hmm. time or just get to know us as people. And like I was saying well, earlier, it's like you. Greek. You said maybe they, maybe don't, they don't want to know you. And, and, maybe, and maybe they don't, but it's like, how are you going to have a opinion on somebody like that? Opinion on somebody like that when you can be completely wrong. I agree, but that's just how some people are, bro. That's just how... No, everybody not no sweet on the inside. Everybody not nice. Everybody not have no great intentions. But you know. No, I agree. Um, what I said I didn't like about Greek life was the fact that you can't attend multiple informationals. And I know. Hear me out. <laughs> no, <laughs> hear me out. It's funny. Y'all see how he's laughing? <laughs> because technically, technically, you can attend multiple informationals. But I said don't I do don't it. like. Don't do it. Don't do it. Hear me out. I said if I don't. Y'all like, are watching this. Or <laughs> listening to this. Do not listen. I said. <laughs> I said I don't like that. The fact that it is 
looked down upon that you can't attend multiple informationals because I knew better than to do that because I had family that was Greek and I did a lot of research but a lot of people who have no background knowledge or no background context when they see the word Kappa Alpha Psi informational or Alpha Phi Alpha informational you're simply thinking what? It's an information. It's an information. I'm yeah, going to get official yeah, information so I can make this. an informed yeah. decision. So I should be able to attend what sparks my interest. And yes, I agree. You should do your background research. You mm-hmm. should be curious. You should be passionate should, before right, you right. go straight into that. Mm-hmm. But are you actually yeah. faulting someone for thinking that they can show up to multiple informationals to get information if they have no Greeks in their family? Aren't you a first-time Greek? I am. And I, so let's I talk like, about it. And I did it right, didn't I? You did. I did do it right. You know but, why? Because I talked to people. Okay. You can't you can't just be in your shell and just think, oh, because there are no Greeks or like you can't talk to us. Like we're literally regular people. Like this is like some people change. I feel like that's not most Greeks. We do have some people like that. And even then So you were never scared coming into Greek life? Talking to people that were Greek, trying to. I don't know, I definitely was, but at the same time, you always gonna go for what you want. I promise Mm. you. No matter what it is. If you really, really want. If you really, really want it, you will find a way. You're gonna find a way. I agree with that point. Like, not only in Greek life, but in life. Just in life in general, bro. If it's something you really want, you're gonna go for it. You're really passionate about, you're going to go for it. You might might always make it, or you might always get it, but at least you try. You're going to attempt, though. You're going to try. You're not gonna leave it to. Well, I didn't know if exactly. I was going oh, to be able to get it. You were thinking, oh, man, I should have did that. I should have did this. No. Yeah. Who texted us? School, unfortunately. Not school. Updated Dang, grades. Made an A on my assignment. Yes, yes, Turn me up. Um, what is my next question to you? How long have you been Greek? Uh, Two years. You've been Greek two years. You crossed fall 19. One of the best pro rates that ever happened at the University of Georgia. If I'm not going to lie. It, you missed it. I'll tell you, bro. If you know, you know. That Me was being an alpha, this goes against my morals, but their probate was actually nah, very, go, very no, hard. No, I, I knew the probate. <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit was lit. I'm not going to lie. Their probate was very hard. We were sitting down. If you don't go to UGA, you wouldn't know, but we was at the back spot of the Miller Learning Center. All of us was just there waiting. They had a whole little diversion going on. Had no. the MLC lady no, involved. Did you believe that? Um, I can't remember if I believed <laughs> it or not. I think that I did it because I was like, it's just no way that this doesn't have anything to do he got with the probate. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a fire. And she was looking confused <laughs> as hell. I think it was Corey or one of them. They just went in there and told her to do Yeah, that, no, she was confused. But they came in um, with a fire truck. No player fire truck, but like an it's actual, actual fire, truck. fire truck. Is y'all's probate online? Or YouTube? Nah, it's not YouTube. Damn. I'm so mad. I, was about to say I don't know who the, bro, I don't know who the nigga that recorded our video, but it we was finna- bad. No. Oh. He never gave it to us, bro. And we he was at homecoming this man. Yeah. Oh, y'all should have. I hope they paid that nigga shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, bro. So Damn, bro, that's bro. crazy. But Nonetheless, their probate was very hard. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I did not get a probate because yeah. I crossed spring 20 the semester after. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the virtual shit was hard. It was the, you know, the I, virtual, I, the I virtual, sh- the virtual I shit was cool. I put my phone on the disc and I said, yeah, turn me up. We were sitting in AR and the house just like this, watching it together. With my LBs, with my pro fights, with my frats brothers. It was cool, but a probate, I just know, is that one thing that's like that huge 
food your memory, man. man. I, like, I truly feel You just sorry, don't get that bad, man. I do too. That ain't something like I got over. It's just, it is what it is. Hearing my mom, hearing my sister, seeing other friends cross about their probates. And I think ours was a little crazy because we were preparing for our probate. And then we found out a couple of weeks beforehand, maybe a week, two, two and a half weeks. It's like, yeah, due to COVID and the pandemic, yeah. everyone's going home. Y'all are not getting a probate. And we're yeah, like, we're not getting a what? Them too, bro. We not getting a what? Yeah, so it was kind of unfortunate, sad, but we moved forward. And for those who don't know what a probate is, um, after the official membership process that you go through with the national organization, you always have a neophyte presentation, which is called a probate um, in Greekdom, vocabulary words. And then it's basically your accomplishment exposure to the public arena to those individuals who've seen you like honor all of so your hard your work family, your achievement your, your family your friend like it's a it's a, it's a big thing man followers. you get flyers yeah. posters I didn't get Jesus none of that people paint stuff man what <laughs> crying it's a very emotional time period if you don't know what a probate is just go in there type in divine nine probates type in black probates whatever you need to and you'll just see an idea of how big that is voice. I wouldn't say all of that but who, who got the best ones there? The Alphas, of course. Always and forever. Oh six to the good brass. <laughs> Not 06. Um, boom, 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 boom. So my next question to you is, and give them some real advice, Adrian, for real, for real. real because advice. I feel like when people see the title of this and they see have thoughts about Greek life, it's going to be a lot of freshmen and a lot of sophomore who are probably going to click on this. So like, oh, if I do want to go Greek or if I do want to navigate correctly and not make a mistake this is what i should do so what would you tell freshman year self or what would you say to generally point them in the right direction because this is free game well i mean if you do have a certain org that you are interested in mm-hmm. i would say first you start out by you know see if they have post any programs even if they don't have that many Every org has to have programs. Agreed. Like, like we're, we're, we're mandatory. It's mandatory. We have required to require even if they're not to good. stay in good standards. I know all of them do not be good, but sometimes it's just you just got to do it. You just got to do it. That's just how it is. True. But try your best to go to all the programs of that respective org. Um, if there are any people amongst the org, you don't have to talk to every single member, but maybe some no, you people don't. that you think that you can relate to, literally just Connect have genuine with. conversations with them. Don't try to go in there with the intent. I'm trying to get to know them for this. People always be trying to figure out the keys of the streets. Yeah, no. like, oh, you can literally be yourself. Yes, you yes. Do not know. Yeah. I can see when you're faking and you're like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Your eyes get real big oh. and like, my name is like, I promise you the key is you just can go genuine. in there and be you. And from a Greek perspective, and all of this is just in our opinion, we're not representing our chapters, we're not representing our frats right now, but just be yourself. That's going to get you a long way. That's very respectable. No, for real, man. If we fuck with you, we're going to fuck with you. We're going to fuck with you for you, not what we think you are or like, no. For you. Now, honestly, it's best for your sake, for our sake, for a mutual sake, for everyone to be themselves no, too, because <laughs> you don't want to like, put on a facade of uh, this is who I am you're trying extremely hard and difficult to keep up this image when it's not you but that's the worst thing to do right? the worst the worst that's going to make your life extremely hard call you. they, call, they tried to call me out on that and I was like no I'm just this, this, is, this, me. this is me I'm just lazy this is who I am as a person nah as a person um 
So Greek life here at the University of Georgia um, is composed of a divine nine, which is typically on all campuses. Um, how do you feel like the Greek unity is <laughs> on our campus? And I'm going to give my opinion, too. I am. Actually, I'm going to give my opinion every time first. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have something. But Adrian, it's funny. I'm going to buy some of you this time. Um... Just being honest. No, be honest. I'm, I'm going to get my honest opinion. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just being honest, um, the Greek unity here at the University of Georgia could be better. It could be better. It could be way better. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, it's no huge beef and problems and this, that, and the third. I don't think no one has any beef with each other. Uh, I, I, I personally don't think so. Oh, yeah, might I, not be the word, but there's have been a couple of like discrepancies. A couple well, of like there's always gonna be that. And there's always gonna be that. Let's be real. Agree. That is just the divine nine. They might take the org a little too far sometimes. Exactly, you know and see what that looks like. Um, so that whole could we do? Yeah, we did. <laughs> but overall, I think that the unity for our Greeks at UGA could be way better. Um, and people be like, oh, so y'all are fake, and y'all always say that y'all stick together and deny this and deny that, but you're saying right now that y'all are not even close. That's not the nah, thing. Nah, nah, that's nah, not nah, the I'm thing, and I don't want to give off that false perception. No, always going to support each other, right. I promise you. But that's because even though even people are strolling, people man, are on the side sometimes. For the other words, even though cool. I'm an alpha, Adrian is a kappa. I love Adrian to death. Me and Adrian are cool. I've known Adrian since my freshman year. Exactly, we always going to joke, laugh, kick it. I really it. see y'all niggas since y'all got here, bro. Man, what? and hang out so like definitely. definitely take your greek org and take greek life serious as well but it isn't the end all be all of life and exactly. i think that's what some people get misconstrued when it is your only identity and you are taking that to another level it's okay to be courageous and bold and passionate about mm-hmm. what you love but it's not the only thing like some people use it as their personality or their new personality. Mm-hmm. Some people, like, I hate to say it, they be squares and lanes before they cross, and they try to talk act, about they it. Try to y'all know what I was saying it's earlier like, is true now because like, I literally said that. I like, said, if you're a lane before you go Greek, you're going to be a lane, but you're just going to be a lane in the light now. Exactly, man. I mean, yeah, more people sometimes might, you might you might get a little so just, you have more people looking at you, but you're still what, whatever you naturally are, that's you're still going to be a person. Exactly, bro. Start drinking this shit. You know, that's, that's real you gonna come who out you for. are as a person. That's when the real you gonna come out for real, no, for real, the truth. No, but I, I really like people that do that, man. Like to me, this is an asset to me. You know, it's not really, it's not me. I don't use it as my persona. Okay. I love it. Sometimes you know, I will be like, oh yeah, yeah, like this, this, like this is being proud of your work. Right. But you shouldn't always be talking about. Greek, Greek stuff. And I, you know, people that always talk Greek, they mm-hmm. only thing they can talk about is Greek stuff. They get in my nerves too. Yeah, no, I agree. That's unfortunate. I'm like, and I pray you, that they go out there and obtain an additional identity. Because again, we love Greek, but Greek is not the end of the world. It's not. It really. isn't. It's and I was really. telling them earlier. I was like. Even though Greek is beyond college and it's a national organization, it's more imperative in school. No, no. When you get out and you get a job and if you stop wearing your band and you're not wearing nail yet every day, nobody is coming up to you like you are a regular. You're another black man. And then people who in college and prided themselves so much on their identity, if that's all you had, Mm -hmm. now you're over there like, damn, now what? 
I will admit, it does look good on the resume. It does. It looks great. That's another reason why I did it. I will say that. And and I'm glad you said that, that there's another reason why you do it. Because I feel like some Greeks now and Greeks past and people be like, you just did it for the connections. There's multiple reasons. It's never just one solid reason. Why would I want not want to join something that's scholarly that can provide me with networking? You think that I'm going to sit here and be like, no, I didn't? No, I mean, I'm going to say As soon as I get the chance. As soon as I cross my... I even changed my bio. I changed that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right? And be proud about that because exactly. you earned that achievement. Exactly. So why can't we obtain those networks? Now, how do you feel if the only reason someone is trying to join a Greek org is for networking abilities? I feel like... Hmm. <laughs> hmm. No, I personally feel like that's not really the right reason as a sole reason because... The founders, they they put they were actually went through a lot. A lot of people don't really know about yeah, the background they did. of a lot of Greeks, but like they that's history. why like people do their you know do their they do their research. They you see, all of our founders, no matter what org we talk about, they went through a lot. Yeah, they to did. get these orgs started. Yeah, they did. And for you to just try to join something solely just for, oh, you know, I want to be able to do just get in this for free. I want to be able to do this for free or do like like nah, just just connections is not. I feel like that's not right. Yeah. You should respect. The history of something like that—that's sacred, especially amongst this, this many people in the black community, especially, the black, community, especially right. the black community. Now, that's a good point. Um, how do I feel about it? Yeah, how do you feel about it, Christopher Clemens? This sounds crazy. I don't feel bad about it. I don't. I don't knock people for joining just because networking opportunities, just because like now in like the 21st century, it just seems like more people are like self-motivating and trying to find ways of how they can best benefit themselves. So I think I'm a realist in the fact that I know people are doing that for the sole reason of the networking. Do I agree with it? No, because I think that's a very narrow mindset and you're not getting out of Greek life what how you said the founders or the intended purpose of that specific organization, frat or sorority or the entire D9 council was made only time, as a collective. Form. Only time I would say I agree with it is if you join a, a paper line. That's just me being honest. If you join a paper line. If, if they paper, why not do it? Everybody else doing it. It's, I'm sorry. It's just the same thing. <laughs> like, you're true. Everybody getting a connection. And for back. those who don't know, um, do your research, do your knowledge. But a paper line is basically, quote unquote, a line where you did not undergo any. A paper line is basically where <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to choose my words carefully, boy. I got to choose my words carefully. Oh, but a paper line is basically where you follow Talk the official this. intake process to the T. And then that was the only process that you went through completely. So that's what a paper line is. Nice. Um... <laughs> my next question is and we always gonna keep it authentic on this podcast oh, but we gonna keep it legal too yes. <laughs> we gonna keep it authentic and legal we gonna keep it authentic and legal um, my next question to you is what do you think separates the fraternities from each other 
So if I'm mm-hmm. IG, and this is a really good question. I, I the questions that I'm a- asking you now, I already answered them in the first half, but I want to get your perspective and then go back and forth on it a little bit. But what do you think genuinely separates the fraternities from each other? So what separates the alphas and the kappas and the sigmas and the omegas and the iotas from each other? If an IG or a freshman or anybody was like, okay, so I see there's five fraternities, but what do you do specifically different than that fraternity? We all do community service. Oh, yeah, we all do community service. We all stroll. We all throw programs and events. We all advocate for the black community in different ways, but nonetheless. So what is the value proposition? I would say, like you say, we do everything in different ways. Mm. Like... Yes, we do all the same stuff technically, but we're doing it in different ways. We all stroll. We stroll differently, though, right? We stroll differently. You say we all do community service. Yes, you could do community service the same way, but at the same time, every org has their own type of ideas. National and, programs, and different programs, special initiatives. And different, you know, community, mm-hmm. like, um, no connections and stuff. Um, what did you say? You said strolling, community service. Strolling, what? community service, programs. Programs. Oh, different ideas. Different like, ideas. Like, um, different specialties. Different specialties, too, man. Um... Like when we had the uh, what we did the Crimson versus Creed uh, thing on um, uh, COVID during COVID. Uh, you remember when we did the? I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. Let me pull it up. I'm just fucking trying to do it. <laughs> but nah, it was a. Um, I know Josh was DJ. I can't remember, but it was during COVID. I ain't like kind of. I'm mad at COVID happened, man. man that, that's too. why all y'all crossed. I know. It ended a lot, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's not okay, but. Life um, keeps going, honestly. Yeah, uh, of course. So you said just the way that we do things differently. Yeah. That's what I said, And also too. the history as well. The like, history. That, that's when you really, really learn the difference. And that's, that's, when, that's when I feel like a lot of people actually get their passion into mm-hmm. it. Because if you're not really connected with it from the history, then it's probably not the work for you. Like, for me personally, I fuck with how a lot of our history... Which is a lot of and the way they did things, just the things they believed in too. Cause like that actually fits me as a person. Like I really right. like the motto. I really like the purpose. I really, I really That's like what all I of said. You just felt like you resonated. Exactly. I feel like most ideal with that one specific. That one specifically. And I'll be honest. I told them earlier. I said me being me with my mom and my sister both being AKAs. They influenced me to be an alpha. They kept saying this. And I thought you better not come home. Nothing other than no alpha. Blase, blase, blase. So it did like, influence. Do you feel like that actually affected you? So I, I can't answer that question. I really wish I could take myself out of that because if I wasn't, um, if my mom and my sister wasn't Greek at all, mm-hmm. I really wonder, like, real shit, would I be an alpha? You know what I'm saying? And I would like to think that I would be because what I did was I tried to take them out of the equation, but implicit bias, when you have things like that in your head and you're raised around that, that's still something that you got to take into account. But I took my due diligence to not only do research and go on the national websites of every single fraternity. Yeah, I just want to say, did you like at least research? Of course. Up? Yeah. I went on every single I fraternity. I want to see, like, let me see what they talk about here. And they talk about I here. went as far as to when I was a freshman and before I got intentional with my specific choice, I went as far as to talk to people of each fraternity as well, just to hear their experience, no, just to hear their thoughts and be like, hey. Everybody got something different. You see what I'm saying? Everybody has a different story, bro, especially most different wars, man, because like, niggas be doing all kind of crazy ass shit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. 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 Um, I got a question for you. What's you up? You throw the best parties. I'll, of course, you know you'll say, y'all. But really, Are you say, talking about UGA who throws no, the best as party? As, no, a, I ain't, as I ain't, a collective. As a collective. As a collective. 
as a collective who throws. I mean, have you been to like outside parties outside of? UCLA? I've been to a, a couple of, of outside parties, yeah. Like out of all the like Greek parties you've been to outside of UCLA, who who you think have like probably thrown the most consistent best ones? Um, obviously you probably go to no more alpha ones. I am gonna know more alpha ones. I'm gonna go ahead and eliminate the Iotas. Yeah, I've been away. I, I, go, I, go, I, 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 I want to go. I'm mad. I don't know. If, actually, I do know where. I do know where. But we don't got no campus. We ain't got no campus. Yeah, no, they totally lying. I'm going to take out the IOTAs. Okay. I'm going to take out the Sigmas. You haven't been to a Sigma party? Oh, I used to outside of UGA. Yeah, never my bad. Yeah. I just don't think that they throw the best parties. I'm mad. It was one party I tried to go to my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And remember uh, Hedges? But it's yeah. not in the warehouse. Yeah. Bro, they threw a party there. I ain't, I ain't gonna cap. This is the only single party I tried to go to. Because uh-huh. the other one, I ain't gonna always be the loser at homecoming. I stayed home. But I tried, I finally tried to go. They didn't let me in, bro, because they said I had on high top Jordans. They know they're racist. I didn't know that. That's hell. I was so mad. And I was trying to support, bro. Uh-huh. I was trying to support my niggas, bro. And they do me wrong. It's okay, Tori. Next time. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm going to say it's between us and the Q's. I think that the Q's parties be lit as hell. They always going to be. They always going to bring their bros and the girls are always going to follow. Now, with the with the noobs, with the Kappas. I don't see some wild ass shit. I don't see some wild ass shit that's a party. I believe it. Honestly, how y'all get down? Pretty nasty, this would be on some shit, bro. I didn't like pretty nasty the last two times. I can't lie to you. The last two times. The last two times. The last one, cop. <laughs> that was not pretty nasty. <laughs> but oh, boy. I think I'm saying that just because, like, the vibe of a pretty nasty party, like, is more so for the noobs. To me, in my opinion, more so for the noobs and the ladies. It's not more so for other niggas, other Greeks, stuff like that. Just the music and the vibe of the party is more chill. Right. You said the vibe of the party I agree. is if you, if you have the right DJ, because more likely we're going to get somebody from our org. So they're going to play mainly stuff that's catered to you. Which makes music. sense. So I mean, I, y'all would do the same thing. Every org does that. They try to get a nigga that's in their org, so they're going to fuck with them. Now you're right. I'm going to have to stay between us and the Q's for me, though. What do you think? Definitely, I would say us in the queues. Actually, no, I fought for Joe because Potomac was my first freshman year and second year, both slept, but I ain't gonna lie. Sophomore year. Pajama Jam is hard. Pajama Jam is making a comeback. Be there, man. Be there, be square. I'm telling y'all, get y'all tickets. It's a movie. Right, literally the second one, man. I ain't like, it, it was straight. It wasn't as good as the first one. I don't know, could it be because I was a freshman, you know, you never really know. Uh-huh. But at the end, <laughs> Y'all niggas had somebody performing at mid-state. And that shit was the funniest shit to me, bro. That's sad, honestly. And, and, and the lights was on, bro. Because I don't know why they was doing that at all. <laughs> Outside. Just but we are, don't do that shit this time. No, we won't. I promise you. I'm going to get up there and rap with them. Hey, please don't do that. Why ever, not? Because that would be horrible. <laughs> so we are at the 58-minute mark. And the last thing, Adrian, that I want to leave the people with that are listening to this podcast, that are watching this YouTube channel, that are watching this highlight reel, if you could give one piece of advice about Greek life overall, what would that be? Greek life overall. And let me make sure, stay on the podcast, let me make sure it's still recording real quick. Okay. Because I want to make sure that the people get this and it is not. That's crazy. When did it stop? I don't know, man. That's fine. Shit. 
No, we're still good on the podcast, but it did stop recording. I don't think. I hope that it just stopped recording, y'all, because it is giving some gems. But overall, what is one piece of advice that you can give freshmen, sophomore people that want to go Greek? Overall, what is something that you can leave them with that you truly think that would help them? Free game. I slick feel like what we spoke over earlier, man. Which just is, be yourself. Be yourself. Be people don't it. know how powerful that be is. Be yourself. Damn. Don't try to talk to people in orgs just to join the org. Actually, generally want to meet those people. And, and you might want to find something that it, you ain't. Especially if it's multiple people in the org. Like, you don't have to know every person. Like, that's, that's one thing. You don't have to do that. Because then, I'm going to be honest, you do have to kind of be discreet. If you don't know what discretion is, literally just it's trying to do something, but also being very subtle about it at the same time. You don't want everybody in your business, but at the same time, you do have to make it known that you're trying to join. If you don't make it known, how are we supposed to help you? You just show up at an interest meeting and we're like, well, who the fuck is this nigga? True. Why do I have to be discreet? Why, Why do I have to be... You don't want everybody in your business. You want, it, you want everybody in your business? Everybody say, you know, I'm trying to do better. I don't want to be a private person. I don't want everybody in my business. Everything's not meant for everybody at every single time either. Everything's not meant for everybody. Um, I also make your probate better too, man. Yeah, well, people, niggas don't let know. people have the opportunity to be excited for you, man. Exactly, man. If everybody knows, like it's, they still excited for you, but at the same time, you want people to be, oh shit, I ain't know that nigga was online. It gave away for me, bro. Literally, I had people posting my number that I didn't even send my number to. That's crazy. I, w- I was like, what the fuck? You're a popular person. No, I, I was on social media, so I didn't even know. Literally, they was like, it's you no more everywhere. I was, literally, next crazy. day, I was like, oh, shit. And then everybody knew it was me because my whole, I have a big-ass friend group. So, you know, like, mm-hmm. all them niggas shared it. They was like, oh, then I'm the last nigga. They was the last number. That shit was pretty obvious. Yeah, it was. Then when that Terry video came out. What Terry video? The one, oh, I was online in that video, too. When um, It was the first generation video. And they wanted to use me because I was, you know, first generation and I'm black. Let's be honest. That's why they did it. Nice. But, yeah, I had no haircut. No, no, no nothing. And that's it. And as always, and that's it. Honest devotion. Honest anticipation of personal gain.